The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Camping here with Adon Orozco, and that's as uh, right as I can get it for a white guy. And Ruth Munoz, these guys, or this guy and this gal started Oasis Cleaning Service 2016 in Golden, Colorado, uh, serving residential uh, owners of cleaning company, or residential residential people. They're the owner of the cleaning company. They serve residential. I serve owners of cleaning company. We'll get this sorted out of here by the end of the podcast. That said... Um, they are uh, just now jumping into our next level program. And as always, as much as I love coaching you, um, I love having our clients that are kind of, you know, it's been a long time since I was struggling cleaning business, but you know, we get clients that just kind of uh, graduated leaders go to next level. They just had a struggling cleaning business minutes ago. So I love having them kind of share their struggles and their wins uh, just because I think sometimes you guys can relate to that a little better than me yapping. So, um, that said, why don't you guys just take a minute to introduce A, yourselves, and B, kind of what was going on with your cleaning company before we got together, kind of what your frustrations were, your struggles, because I'm guessing you're, that'll have some other, you know, maybe one or two other people in the audience go, oh, that's me. I was I was living that. So talk to us. Yeah, sure thing. Um, so um, first of all, Adan and Ruth, um, we are from, uh, I'm from Mexico, and she's from Costa Rica herself. Um, they both have lovely accents, as you'll as you'll get to see. And it's very cute. But by the way, Don pointed at Ruth. He goes, Don and Ruth, and he's pointing. I'm like, for the YouTube people, that's going to be very helpful. For the podcast people, I don't think the point helped at all. But go, <laughs> go ahead, buddy. Um, well, actually, uh, I want to ask you, Lindsay told me that if Ruth was on the, on the podcast, she would do this in Spanish. And she wrote, Lindsay says a lot of, writes a lot of checks that my mouth can't catch. I couldn't, I couldn't count to 10 in Spanish. I can tell you some colors in Spanish. I can tell you I would like to go to the bathroom in Spanish. So we could have a podcast, but it would be very limited in scope. I'm lying. You can say whatever you want. I would be able to say. Trying to get Lindsay in trouble. (laughs) It's hard. Lindsay's smart. I'm the one that usually gets in trouble. She's the one getting in trouble. Anyway, talk to me about about you guys and and where you're at. Yeah, Uh, we're in Golden, Colorado. Um, we started, Root started the company about six years ago. Um, and the moment that, right before we entered the program, um, we kind of, we were just kind of all over the place. Uh, we wanted to be serious. We wanted to have a, a reputation. We wanted to have a brand and and have people all over the place recognize us, I guess. Um, we did a lot of stuff that we realized wasn't the best thing to do. Um, at, at our level, I guess, uh, right where we're at our, at our business. Uh, we had about five employees at the time. Um, and it was, we were just doing, we were just all over the place. Um, you know, we didn't have boundaries for employees and, and we didn't know who our target market was. And it's just, it's just been a learning process. Um, since we started the program, um, we, we spent a lot of money in things that we didn't need to spend money on. So um, that was that's just huge for us to be able to recognize all these things. Um, um, I don't know. It's it's been it's been uh, life changing. All the all the things that we've learned. Well, let me 
comment because you said a couple of key things. The there's two kind of mistakes entrepreneurs can make when they get started. One is what you guys mentioned, which is we went all in on our business and we spent time and money on things we shouldn't have spent time and money on. We just wanted to be big and we just want to be successful and we maybe weren't as diligent as selecting how we focused our time and money as we could have been. Um, definitely a problem. I'm not saying that's that's ideal. But the other problem, which is far more caustic, is I'm not going to go on at all. I'm not going to spend any money or any time. Or I'm just going to cr crumple up and be scared and not, I don't want to make any mistakes. And you can't crash a parked car, but you can't steer it either. So if you stay still, you're guaranteed to stay still. You're guaranteed you won't hit anything, but you ain't going to get anywhere. Y'all are like, well, let's just drive this thing before we really know how. But by God, we're going to drive. You're going to hit some stuff and you're going to run some problems, but you can correct because you're moving, right? So again, the goal is obviously let's just make all the perfect decisions right off the bat, never waste any time or money. But no one, including myself, is ever going to do that. So that's that's a fool's errand. So if I had to choose between doing, quote unquote, too much or doing too much, but getting a lot of the wrong things mixed in or doing nothing, I'm going to have, I'm always, especially looking for someone to coach, I'm always going to want to coach someone that's like, yeah, I kind of was a little foolhardy and I just, I went all in and I just, you know, I, I went too far. I'll take that guy or that gal that over. So like, I don't want to move. I don't want to do anything. What if I screw up? What if I mess up? So it doesn't make me less painful when you're like, ah, oh, we spent a bunch of money on employees or crap. We just didn't need still stings like a son of a gun, but you get the education. Um, so basically there's really only two things we can help you grow in kind of your beliefs and your actions. And everyone wants the actions. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do, which are important. But if we don't change beliefs first, you'll never get the actions right anyway. So when you came in, if and Ruth, feel free to jump in, whoever whoever wants to speak. Maybe give a couple of the actions and beliefs that you had that were the most ineffective or hurtful to your goal. And then maybe if you could share some of the beliefs and actions that you've replaced those with that have made your life better, I think that would be a lot of value to uh, Clean Nation. We've got the silent look of going, Ruth, he said you're going to say something, and then Ruth you little, going, going, don't make me talk. <laughs> I think you were a little too fast for her. Yeah, so sorry. I just get lost. <laughs> um, so some of the actions that we used to do, um, I guess our we'll mindset. With, if you don't mind, let's start with beliefs. Because beliefs, right, beliefs, right. if we get the beliefs right, the actions kind of fit. Now, I want to hear the actions for sure. But and I'll hit it again just in case Ruth missed it because I, I don't want I don't want her to miss out. She probably got something good to say, and she's like, "I would help. I would answer if you asked the question that was clear, Mike." So when you came into the program, this is for everybody. It's like I don't want to listen, re-listen just for Ruth. This is for everybody. Where you're at now, if you don't like the results that you're getting, it's because your beliefs. I don't have money, therefore I can't go forward. I don't come from a rich family. I don't know how to sell. I'm not techie. I, I've tried before for businesses and I failed. These are all beliefs that are really inhibit you from getting the result that you want. Um, so I was asking Ruth and Adon, what beliefs did they have when they came in? Employees are always going to steal from me. I can't afford it. My my people are cheap. I, I don't want to pollute your you know use your your own beliefs. Don't don't use mine. Um, and those beliefs come to actions. So I don't just do nothing or fire all my employees or go clean all the time. I have a weird belief that employees are terrible. Or somebody told me that. They got sued for not paying right. payroll tax. So just all those weird crap. So we have the belief first, and then we do the actions. So the question I have for Ruth and Adon are what beliefs did you have coming in that were kicking your butt? And what actions kind of came out of those beliefs? And then now that you're getting different results, the only way you're getting different results is if you took different actions. And the only way you took different actions is if you had different beliefs. So 
Ruth's like, somehow you made that question more complex the second time than you did the first time. So anyone that understood my question that is on the call now, please feel free to, uh, to respond. Uh, no worries. Uh, so, and that's super funny um, and, base, and very fundamental, I guess. Um, we come from very different cultures. Um, Costa Rica, Mexico, they don't teach us these things back there, man. Um, we... Um, I come from. I came from America. They don't teach that crap here either. Right, right. But I wish I could be like, oh, bless Americans. We're very no. I've been to American school. They don't teach me none of this crap. Right. No, no. That's that's the other. But I mean, our parents and I know you've you've told your story before. But um, um, we just we're not uh, numbers people. You know, we're just kind of like go with the flow. We sell things and we do things, and it's just kind of hopefully we'll make money out of whatever we try to do. So um, right before going into the program, we, I've already had some education here in the U.S. I've been here for 10, 13 years, and she's been here for six years. Um, and, you know, we've learned a bunch of stuff, but I guess our beliefs were just we don't have enough. Um, um, how are we going to do this? Uh, and I guess some of the beliefs that we had for uh, our company was um, we had to treat our employees like they were um, uh like our our executive team, we have to spend all this money on them. We have to, um, you know, do all these extra stuff. We wish we, we want to treat them really well, but we want to um, also have boundaries, you know. And, and that's something that we didn't have. Um, also, with our finances, it was it was kind of all over the place. And now with the program, we've learned how to how to approach that and how to see okay where we're at. What do we need to do? Who do we need to hire to help us out in this situation? So let me, I'm just, I don't know if you heard me type in the background. You stated three or four beliefs on purpose that I think you meant to share. And then just in listening carefully to you, you stated three or four beliefs that I don't think you meant that were just inhibited, that were just in you. So, and all of them, I think, I know we're not serving you. So I'm glad that we're identifying. So the first thing you said is we're not numbers people. Um, and you ended with well, our finances were all over the place. So perfect example of my belief is we're not numbers people. And the action was our numbers were all over the place, right? So you can see the very clear distinction. And then you kind of said your new belief of, you know, but the program helped us get our, our numbers in place. Maybe I would argue or encourage you that the program helped you change your belief around. So underlying that we're not numbers people belief is, therefore we're dumb or we can't do it or it's too hard and it's beyond us and we're just you know we're just poor you know mexicans slash costa rican folk they can't ever you know just bull crap. And this is not just they're laughing if you can see in the podcast in the in the video because i'm it's a ridiculous statement right when i say it out loud it's like well we don't believe that but there was some part of you that did right and i was born very poor so i could have had a belief of i did have a belief for i'm poor like i didn't realize for a long time even growing up in america like well, I was poor. So I guess, you know, those are rich people. They were born over there and they have this life and I'm poor and I'm born over here and I have this life. It took me to like 20 years old or probably maybe 25 to go, wait a second. Some of those rich people weren't born rich and some of these poor people weren't born poor. Like you can move from here to there and back. <laughs> it sounds so stupid saying it out loud, but I had that belief. So we're not numbers people. I think also has built in. Therefore, we can't do numbers and our finances have to be all in place. The new belief was, well, I came in and got a number, I, I got some numbers people, i.e., you know, growing clean company, the team, and therefore they helped us get our finances straight. Maybe I would encourage you that we helped you change some new beliefs of, 
yeah, I don't have a CPA. I can't, I'm not licensed to do taxes for other people in this. I didn't get a master's degree in finance, but I don't need that. I can add and subtract and, you know, God forbid, do multiplication now and again. And that's all I need. And I can figure the heck out. So just the belief of, you know, I appreciate giving us some credit, but really, if any credit would be for us is to help you get a belief that was more healthy. Y'all knew how to do the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like once we taught you, you weren't like, what is this? This is amazing. We're resisting. You're like, oh, I can do that. Is that a fair? Am I putting any words in your mouth? Or is that how you, how you felt? Hey, amazing people. You may have noticed we don't sell a daggum thing on this podcast. We don't allow ads. The only ask I can ever have of you guys is if you dig the show for you to spread the word and share so we can change as many lives as possible. Literally, it'll take you five seconds to give us a great review. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you as a listener and value the gift of your kind words. Now back to the show. Okay. So another couple of things are, we're not numbers people. We just go with the flow, right? So the belief is, and I'm, these are your literal quotes. I typed them as you're saying them. We just go with the flow. Well, if that's the belief, then if the flow takes you somewhere you don't want to go, it's like, well, that's where we go, right? Or if you're like, we don't go for the flow. We decide what we want. The flow is taking us over here and we didn't want that. So we're going to go this way. Um, and we just hope things work out, which is a secondary belief to if we go for the flow. If you're just going with the flow, all, what can you do is just hope things are going to work out. You certainly can't do anything about it. Um, so those are the things that you mentioned that I kind of caught without you trying. And then when you said, let me tell you the beliefs I meant was uh, we have to treat our employees like executive team. It's a big thing owners of cleaning companies get, right? They're like, I have got to pay my people a living wage. And it's like, that's not a belief I share. And you're like, what? That's a terrible, you know, if I was a politician, I'd be run out on a rail just for saying that. I believe I have to be fair or more than fair to my employees. And if I'm hiring an accountant, I'm going to pay them whatever an accountant should make. And if that happens to, or whatever the market values for an accountant, and if that happens to allow them to feed their family, that's great. And if it's not, is that my fault? Let's go with a cleaner, right? Say cleaner, 15 bucks an hour. Maybe in your, it's 12, maybe it's 20. I don't know. We'll just call it 15. And maybe you only want to pay people, or not pay people, only have, you know, part-time people for 15 hours a week. Well, if you do the math, that's not going to pay anyone. But, you know, it's going to help. It might save up vacation or a nicer Christmas. There's a lot of things that money can do. It's not worthless. But to make the standard, I have to find someone that this is the only job that they want to do. And I have to be able to have to have a nice house and a decent car and be able to send their kids to college. That's crazy, right? Like, there are just jobs that don't pay that. It's just not worth that, right? So... I would encourage if someone came to me going, I want to have a nice house and a decent car and put my kids to college, I would be like, well, this isn't the job for you. Now, if you want to work here for six months or a year and hopefully build some skills and I'll try to mentor you and try and help you so you can get a job, a different job that you can have all those dreams, that's great. But for me to go, oh, I've got to give this guy a job doing social media, even though he's incompetent because he needs the money. And so like, it's insane. So I love the clarity of, in the last thing you said is we don't deserve boundaries. That's tough, right? Um, and I think I'd change it a little bit. So totally clear on those beliefs. I'll just say them all at once so we can go, yeah, those are ineffective. We're not members people. We just go with the flow. We hope things work out. We have to treat employees like an executive team. We spend a bunch of money and we don't deserve to be able to have boundaries. Like when you say them all together and our finances are over, you said all over, it's like, oh my gosh, that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> um, so Obviously, you replaced those beliefs with some different beliefs. Why don't either of you share what those new beliefs are? And then you can kind of share what actions change. Because once you get the beliefs, the actions will be obvious. Like, well, that makes sense. But hit me with the new beliefs. You want to do it? Yeah, right now we are just working and the models. And we try just to be better in all that we do. 
and we are just realize how we are in the numbers and how we can treat the employees, giving them the benefits and everything that they deserve. But just realizing that we are the owner and we can um, manage all of the company. So that's a big belief. So if the belief shift, and I want to put words into your mouth, Ruth, because I don't have a pretty accent like you, so I'd screw it up. <laughs> but what I hear you saying is before the we were going with the flow and we didn't have boundaries, so the employees got to decide if our business grew or if we were profitable or if we were successful or if we reached our goals. And what I hear you saying now is, we're the owners. We have to decide if if no offense to employees because cleaners is honorable hard work right there's nothing wrong with that and we all appreciate those people if they didn't do it we'd all live in filth so please don't hear me disrespecting cleaners but if they were owners that could make those decisions they would be owners that would make those decisions and the compensation is different for that right so the cleaners come in they do their job they go home and they probably don't think much about what we got going on here right they just do their thing we're thinking about it 24 7 because we, you know, and do we get paid differently for that? For that stress level and that, yeah, of course we do. You guys are in the program. That's not a cheap program. You invested in yourselves. I can promise you, the employees are making that kind of investment in themselves. You're quite, yeah. You're probably not only investing in your own self for our program, but hopefully, God willing, your employees with other programs on how they can get better, right? So, it's so funny how we make these assumptions, Ruth, and it's very common. So please don't hear me picking on you. Of the level of commitment we put to the business is wildly different financially, emotionally, the cost. And we give everything to the business. And these people just show up for two minutes, clean something, go home, and then quit with no notice. And somehow we're like, they have to be treated the same way we're treated. And it's like, no, that, you know, because we have to be fair. It's like, that's the opposite of fair. They do none of the stress, none of the, and that's fine. There's no, there's no shame in making 15 bucks an hour cleaning stuff. The world needs that. But if, if you want to make more money, you just have to do a higher value job. And if you guys are doing a higher value job, but we're putting all this money and time and effort and passion, you should get compensated for that. It's, you know, because if we all made 15 bucks an hour, it's communism. Who would ever build anything or create anything special? Nobody. Because why would I? You pay the same as just love cleaning toilets. I'll just clean toilets. Like, so there's, there's, there's not right or wrong. The only thing wrong is we try to give owner compensation to cleaners or cleaner compensation to owners. That's a problem. Really well said, Luke. Did I mess up what you're saying or is that what you were communicating? Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Ruth looks at it on, which makes me concerned. I didn't, I didn't communicate it all that well. All right. Uh, we've got a couple minutes to finish. What big actions now, kind of give me the top one or two or three, if you like, actions that you're doing before specifically that you were able to be like, wow, is that not serving me or my company or anybody? And what actions more importantly did you replace? Because by the way, really tough to quit something. I'm going to quit being a pushover to the employees part. I'm going to start leading as opposed to being a pushover. That's easy. So we don't want to just talk about, you know, if you quit smoking, it's hard to not just, you know, people overeat or they gain 10 pounds or they, you know, they kind of replace it with hopefully a healthier habit. What actions did you used to do and what hopefully more effective actions have you replaced that with? Yeah, sure thing. Um, so actions that we were doing before, um, we, we were kind of, we were very all over the place with our uh, payment um, policy, I guess, if you want to call that. Uh, we used to just take money in whatever form it came, you know. Um, I guess we never traded services, but 
we always took cash, uh, checks, uh, Venmo, sell, everything, you know, and it was kind of all over the place and very hard to manage once we started growing um, past 20, 30 employees, you know, so, uh, or I'm sorry, clients. So it was, that was an action that we were not doing well. Um, we were not, we didn't have a payment policy in place. Um, and it's just, it brought a lot of stress into our lives. Um, there will be people that didn't pay in, in, in a week uh, or more. Um, you know, for us being such a small company, we we kind of depend on that cash flow. So it's really, it was really tough. Um, and actions that we're taking now, we um, we implemented our uh, upfront pay, uh, payment policy. Um, we raised prices to whoever needed uh, price raising. Uh, not everyone liked it, which we expected it, but we feel like thousand thousand uh, pounds came off our shoulders because it's just having a, a profitable business it's it's really much um enjoyable i guess uh to do instead of having to worry about bills and all this and we just didn't have the money or didn't have the cash flow so mm -hmm. uh, that's something we did um another so hold on, let me give a comment on that. I'll hear the second one because I want to hear about. So that's so in line. I don't know if you heard it, uh, Adon, but that's so in line with your old beliefs. Was we just go with the flow and collecting? I want to pay Venmo. I want to give you a sack of nickels. I want to send you money by a carrier pigeon. Whatever, just go with the flow. And now you've kind of got in no boundaries, right? We're just a little company. Whatever they do, employees, customers, whoever it is, I guess we just deserve to be treated however we want. And you just change that one belief of no, we're in charge and we're building something special and we're really bringing value to our employees' lives and to our customers' lives, and we deserve to be compensated for that. And you know, we we have the right to draw some boundaries. That belief now makes it hopefully very easy for you to have boundaries with customers and employees. And um, anyway, so it's so tied to what you, once you change your belief, the actions are very simple. Give me the next one if you would. Uh, yeah. Um, next one was employees. Um, we didn't have the next the one. The next level. Next level. Mm -hmm. The new action, mm -hmm. uh, but he wants to know about the pillars. The, the I'll listen to anything you want to say. You guys go, Ruth's in the side, the side, bad job. <laughs> she can she can't wait to celebrate <laughs> about going to the next level. We're super excited for that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, I guess an action that we had was, um, uh, just going back, and it's the same exact thing, uh, for employees. We we used to kind of just with the flow with the employees we treat them uh, and we we did plan a bunch of stuff that we wanted to uh, for our culture i guess just to implement um good um uh good culture um we we would buy food you know and we will have food with them all every day at um at our office um and we would actually like they just it's easy for i guess it's just human nature it's easy for us to take advantage of a situation when it's just put right in front of us so we just buy food and 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 feed them <laughs> we'll like literally feed them um every day um we'll spend money on that um and they will take one of our cars home to um to drive it and drive back and forth because that's the way we i don't know they just didn't have a car and we let them borrow their car and and, and they will take it home and bring it back uh at the office the next time the next day so um i guess it was just for us it was just okay here is everything so you can come and work for us you know and we didn't have any any um we didn't ask anything for them just to go cleaning even time even then uh sometimes we will just have uh we'll be super late for houses and you know and they will take their time and we noticed that we just didn't have any systems in place for that 
Um, and now we're, you know, we know what we need. We know what, uh, what are the times for, um, or, or requirements, you know, you need a license, a driver's license, you need to have your own car, um, you know, bring your own lunch, you know, it's, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna have fun with you here at work, but we're not gonna provide everything. We're not gonna do everything for you. You're adults. We're all adults. We can take care of each other. So I love that. The cool thing is if we try and shift a core belief, it's not going to work. So if the Don and Ruth are obviously very sweet people and we want to take good care of our employees, that's a good belief. It's a healthy belief. If I said, no, you can't be successful to do that. You guys have to be jerks. Just cheat, screw everybody. Like that's, I don't, <laughs> I don't think they'd have done it no matter how much I yelled or begged or I don't know how it convinced them to do it. I couldn't, right? No matter what I said, I don't think they're going to do that. So, and it wouldn't have helped them, obviously, anyway. All we had to do is, so some beliefs are bad, right? Like, or I shouldn't say bad, not effective in terms of, yeah, I got to go with the flow or I'm not a money person. Like, you know, that's, these just aren't helpful. Um, other beliefs have some truth in them. We just, we just need to look at them in a different way. So the belief of we have to take good care of our employees, like that's a great belief. We have to spend money in our business to be successful. That's a good belief. It just comma, we'll waste, not, we, it's okay to waste money or, you know what I'm saying? Like not, Two things can be true at once. So I love you changing your belief, not from I have to be good to my employees to we're going to be terrible to our employees, because that would have been one bad belief. Well, not, well, I have to be good to our employees, not good, not bad. But I've got to let my employees walk all over me and have no boundaries and let them let, let the inmates run the asylum to I'm going to crack down and be this dictator. Like those are <laughs> both really bad beliefs. They're going to screw you. You move just from the lie of I can't have boundaries to have a good culture. So you, you got the one thing right. We need a good culture. Just the way you way to win a battle was in effect. The way to get a good culture is to babysit people and let them take our car and our credit cards and our borrow money. And I even say this, I'm making some of it up, but just let them do whatever, not hold them accountable. The reality is you're like, wait a second, that's really not good for them. Like I've got a seven-year-old and he'll misbehave and kind of push and push and push until I find like, hey, that's it. I punish him and he doesn't like him. But then he's like, oh, thank God someone's in charge. I'm only seven and I know in my heart, I'm not capable to like run this thing. And I thought I was in charge and I was terrified out of my mind. Dad put me in my place and said, hey, I'm the adult. You're the kids. Sit down. Be quiet. He's like, oh, thank God. Some, you know, not that employees are children, but they act the same way sometimes, right? They push and push and push thinking like, who's in charge of this place? And they think they want to be in charge until you start being like, I don't know, whatever you guys think. And then they freak out. And when you go, hey, here's what we're going to do. Adon, you need to be on time and get your own daggum car. If not, you can't work here. Are you okay with that? Adon will either quit, thank God, or go, good. I, someone's helping. Obviously, I haven't had a parent because I'm 30 years old or whatever, and I don't have a car. <laughs> thank God somebody's going to parent me here. So I love that you move from no boundaries is not good for culture too. We're still going to do a good culture. We just see that somebody being in charge and holding them accountable to being adults and making good decisions. That's a healthy culture, right? You didn't have to swing to just being jerks. Okay. I can talk about this forever and ever. Amen. But we are going to run right out of time. Um, guys, gals, if this is super helpful, go to growingcleaningcovet.com. There's almost 900 free podcasts. The, the 40 minute masterclass is the best. It's completely free. Growingcleaningcovet.com. Check it out now. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text 
It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. Uh, don't know how long we're gonna keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.